Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So I was watching that game seven in Boston on Sunday between the Celtics and Bucks at the Garden. And you talk about coming out flat. The Celtics in the first quarter couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. They shot 26% in the first quarter, 7 of 24. They were a dismal 5 of 14 from downtown, and they hit their one free throw. Good for them. Meanwhile, the Bucks came out swinging, 10 of 22 from the floor. They shot 47.6%, 33% from downtown, and hit 3 of 4 free throws. The one thing I noticed was Giannis comes up big always in monster games. In the first quarter, he had 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. The guy almost had a triple-double at the end of one. Lopez had 7 points and 3 boards and a shocking 3. It was his first 3 the entire series. Giannis and Portis also hit threes for the Bucks. Tatum had seven. So did Brown. They both hit a three. Tatum hit two of them. Brown hit one of them. Williams hit one as well. Grant Williams. And Pritchard even hit one for the Celts. I mean, Boston was down six after one, and it just wasn't a good sign. The Bucks came in, focused got right to business, and Giannis was getting penetration, and when he gets into that paint, everything else opens up for everyone else in their offensive sets. One other thing, I got to tell you, they got to stop doing these stupid interviews on the court with the coaches. Uh, They had this chick interview, Budenholzer. He looked like he'd rather be uh, in an ICU unit uh, with a tube down his throat than to be getting asked questions after the first quarter. And by the way, every time they interview him, they never say anything worthwhile or worth a damn. I mean, honestly, they never give him anything. It's just the greatest waste of time in broadcasting. They do the same thing with football coaches going off the field at halftime. And it's just, why even do it? I mean, honestly, it's just so boring and vanilla and it's the same thing every single game they got to have these sideline reporters that don't tell us anything even when guys get injured they don't tell us what it is they can't because nobody gives them anything it's just why do they even have the gig i need somebody to call the game and to tell me what's going on that's it
There's nothing worse than a coach that's giving you like absolutely nothing. It's like talking to a garage door and they're never going to give them anything and they don't want to do it and they're forced to do it by network television and the whole thing's just a waste of time and a joke. I got to tell you, I was watching that game and every time that Giannis drives, the refs give him foul calls. I mean, oh my God, this guy, they blow on him and the guy goes to the line. Every call in the first quarter of that game went Milwaukee's way. The fans at the Boston Garden were going Calypso Bay. They were screaming, booing, cussing, yelling. And then finally you start getting a couple calls into the second quarter. But I just think they do an awful job. I really do. Like, I want to watch Game 7. I want to watch the best players in the world performing at the highest level in a Game 7. All the pressure on the face of the earth is in this building. And I got to sit here and watch the refs become the story. The refs make a call on every single possession. The refs call every single tic-tac, candy-ass foul. It is just ridiculous. I'll tell you, defense is the key in these games. Grant Williams had a huge swat of a Matthews three ball. Celtics went in transition the other way. Pritchard kicks it to Brown. He drives, gets fouled, goes to the line. You turn the block shot into points. Brown hit one of the two free throws to make it a a three-point game, but then Giannis gets the easy bucket and the paint at the other end. Uh, they're not even, like, doing anything to stop Antetokounmpo. He's just getting too many easy buckets. But then Tatum responds with a bomb three, and it was a two-point Bucks lead with nine and a half left in the first half. Brown had a huge drive and got fouled and made the bucket to tie the game at 30s. With 8.49 left, it was a huge play. He came in from the wing and got around Matthews and drove. Portis fouled him. But he missed the free throw, so it was knotted at 30s with 8.40 left. And then Pritchard with a gigantic feed to Horford for the mega slam in the paint to give the Celtics the lead by a bucket with 8.19 left, and they were going crazy at the Garden. I thought Boston started looking better when they took the lead because they were running. They were getting in transition. They were ripping boards, kicking it out, moving the ball quickly up the court and getting nice passes, getting good looks, uh, coming off screens, just more cutting, more moving, more ball movement, running instead of walking the ball over the timeline and setting up some staid ass half court, boring ass offense. Giannis just kept getting too many easy buckets from 10 feet out in the lane. Just, I mean, just automatic little floaters. He had 14 when they got the lead at 33-32. Man, I sure noticed Lopez playing better. He had 11 points and got inside and got an easy layup to put him up three. But he had been in uh, shooting slump city. And then all of a sudden you go into a game seven, a guy starts knocking down shots and being a factor. That's huge for the Bucks. Tatum had a huge Euro step bucket in the lane past Lopez to tie it. Then they had a brown breakaway layup miss, but Smart followed with a dunk to give the Celtics a two-point lead with two minutes left and a half. Portis got a huge steal and went the end of the floor with a nice kiss off the glass to give the Bucks a one-point lead with a minute left. 
But then Grant Williams nailed a wing three for the Celtics to put them up two. They called an offensive foul on a Tatum drive after a Celtics block at the glass. They went end-to-end, and Tatum made the bucket on a beautiful move between Matthews and Allen, and they called him for a charge. Allen took the body. The fans were going nuts with these ref calls, one after the next, these calls. Oh, my God. Of course, the Celtics challenged the call. It didn't go their way, but they did win the first half. The Celtics, 48-43, they led at the break. The thing that stood out the most to me in the game was Brooks Lopez having 11 six boards and three gigantic block shots. Giannis had 17, 12, and 7, and Tatum had 17, 3 with two dimes. The Bucks had five blocks in that first half. Giannis had one, so did Portis to go with Lopez's three. Tice and Grant Williams both had a block for the Celtics. They only had two in the first half. The Celtics came out firing in the third and built their lead up to 12. Grant Williams made a three-point bomb from Tatum. And and then, you know, you get Brown hitting a three-point bomb from Tatum, and that made it 12. So they had everybody hitting shots. I mean, right out of the gate, Brown hit an 18-footer. So it was just nonstop. Tatum jacked one from 27 feet. I mean, it was ridiculous. Tatum hit Brown on a beautiful alley-oop, cut, drive, pass. Brown made the bucket but missed the free throw. They were up. 12 at that point again, 61-49 with nine and a half left in the third quarter. And then you get like Milwaukee missing shots and Boston going the other way. Holiday started popping for the Bucks. He had a great offensive board on a miss, put back for a bucket, made it a 10-point game and kept Milwaukee alive and breathing. Then made some stops at the other end, then made a nice pass to Matthews on a drive. Matthews uh, went to the 10, but the... Celtics blocked him at the hole and got away with it. No foul. And so you're getting crazy defensive stops in this game. Big threes, you name it. It's all happening as I'm watching this game seven in Boston on Sunday. The more I saw that play on the, on the Matthews drive, Tatum blocked him clean, I thought. I thought it was great defense. They had a lot of problems with a slippery floor in that game throughout. It was just a constant nightmare dealing with the slick floor. A Giannis popper in the lane. Again, an easy bucket. It's like giving him points. 19 for him at that point, and they were down 10 with 7.43 left. Third. The Celtics had a 15-point huge lead at the end of three, and the garden was rocking. Giannis had 23, 16, and 9 at that point. Lopez, 13. Holiday, 16. And Portis, 8. Grant Williams went off. He had 22 at that point for the Celtics, including six three-pointers. Tatum had 20 but had four fouls and was on the bench. Brown had 19 with seven boards. The Bucks were putrid from three. Four of 25 through three quarters for 16.7%. That's dismal at best. Meanwhile, the Celtics were 15 of 37 from downtown for 41%. They were styling. 
The fourth quarter was a disaster for the Bucks. They couldn't hit a shot. It was unbelievable. They went ice cold. Meanwhile, the Celtics were draining threes. Boston built the lead to 24 at one point with a minute 20 left. The Celts made 21 threes. That's the most in an NBA Game 7 ever. They got it to 27 with a minute left. They blew out the Bucs 109-81. It was embarrassing. Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals is tomorrow night in Miami against the Heat. It's going to be awesome. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 